Listen to Reverend Samuel Drew, Senior Pastor of Grace and Truth Tabernacle International, Ghana in West Africa. He comes your way with this podcast. Reverend Samuel Drew is the founder of Revival Africa and Beyond, a non-denominational mission movement. He's also the convener of international conference called Zizendorf Missions Conference, which gathers people, church workers, and church ministers from around the world for a reviving experience for God's mission. Now, Reverend Samuel Drew. Lord, I need you. Oh, I need you. It's a simple song. Every hour. I need you, my one defense, my righteousness, oh God, how I need you. Let's take it together. I need you, oh, I need you. our defense we need you Lord we need you in Jesus name Amen Amen anytime you see me here I'm campaigning for the word of God to have dominance in your life I gave us an assignment last week. I don't know how many of us did it. We are still pressing on. We won't leave the rest behind. 
Amen. Say a good amen. amen. You won't leave everybody behind. So you see me in church, you see my wife in church, you see my kids in church. What an example. It's not arrogance. It's to the glory of God. Why can't you do the same? Hmm? You are leaving your wives at home. I hope when you marry, you will leave your wife at home. Yeah? Then I should stop praying for you immediately. There's no point. It's cooking things for you in the house. I commend you to God and to the word of his grace. She's able to build you up. So step up. Step up. So that you'll be here, your children, everything. Move your family to church. Come to church like a church, a local church, and you are the pastor and you are coming with them. I will say it until you get it. Amen. Yeah. Well, there's no hope for you. There isn't. As for the food and those things, that's not what we need, you know, money and clothing and what have you. That is not the main thing. What is important is the word of God. God's word. The earlier you know that, the better for you. Like what I do as a pastor, I ask myself, what is the greatest good that a man can ever do to his fellow man? The greatest good. Is it a doctor? Is it a lawyer? Is it to work in a think tank? See, there are people like that. They said they are thinking for others. An NGO. What at all can you do? President. They are all good. But we have good, better, best. May I never rest. Until my good is what? And my better. Yes. That is the greatest good. So all of you that you are in one thing or the other, aspire for greater goodness that you can bring to humanity. Don't just wish you are to where you are. I sent you a message. Did you get it? Didn't. I'm talking to you. No. You did not get it. Okay. So aspire for greater goodness. That is what I want you to do at your level. You may not be a pastor, but why don't you move somebody to church? Why don't you move your wife? Move her. She's movable. 
Amen. Those of you who have not married, and you, you always look to me like, Pastor, where is your prayer for me? Yeah, that is my counsel for you. We don't need prayer. You understand what I'm saying, Bismarck? Amen. It's beautiful to serve the Lord. It's beautiful to serve the Lord. As for me and my house, Joshua, Old Testament, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. What are you doing with your house? The gospel is for households. In the economy of the gospel, a house is equal to a cell in the body. A house is equal to a cell in the body. So God's plan is to capture households. That's why he says, if you are not able to take care of your house, you manage your house, forget about church leadership. Don't, don't make much ado about, you know, I want to be a pastor in the church. Say, so go home and fix, fix the church in the house. It's that important. Amen. So set your priorities right. I've attended church all my life. I used to meet my parents in church, in school uniform, as, as, a, as, a, as a school boy. I have a clear memories of them. And then they will meet me with my food. School was even secondary. Because that is what can bring you the greatest blessing. Amen. There's no need to do any professional thing here. I have to be very raw with you and love you. SM wow. I think about people hmm? on my platform so on can amen and then of course our bubble now the new match is a mo now me ask me i'm your born was my missus mafo what he has sent us you won't be helped you think life is about store store what do you have in your store huh Please have some control at the back. So that you'll be helped. That's all. Amen. You are not as strong as you think. You are a sheep. Bottom line. Sheep. No, I repeat, it's not an insult. You are a sheep. Amen. That's how Jesus calls you. Sheep are they are very helpless. Sometimes I am in a place all by myself. I can see some sheep. They don't know me. Whether I can catch them and use them for so yeah, they, they don't understand. They are just coming close to me. You need a shepherd. Amen. So all of you are even close. Don't take us me for granted and fight for more closeness and more help. 
learn by observation learn the messages read i mean follow your shepherd for your own good eat what we eat drink what we drink don't be eating from a stranger's house and backyard there's no pastor on tv on youtube on facebook there's no pastor pastors are for real face to face the lover and the love you can't have a pastor from nigeria it's pastor you are listening to his messages check the country you are in and you can't have a pastor from america or jamaica hmm? When you say ja, then you also say something. Yeah, no. That's why we have local church. Listen to the name well. Local. The church is local. There is a universal church, but it exists in localities. The church in Ephesus, the church in Galatia, the church. In Thessalonica, the church at Corinth, the church in Rome, the church in Asia Minor, Pergamos, Minor, Ephesus, and all those places, local churches, and God knows their pastors with Syrian numbers in heaven to the angel of the church here. That's how serious this thing is. I'm not your friend, please. I'm your pastor. Even this woman here, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a pastor. Yeah. And the apostle Paul says, We henceforth know we know man after the flesh. So allow your pastor to pastor you. What is the hope of a patient who doesn't listen to his doctor? We don't buy this, it's our own buy. I want you to know, but I won't buy. You are giving me daily strength. I won't take it. Prescription. I'm not going to take it. What can you do? Well, the doctor says, all right. You not only move from my consulting room to the ward, you move from the ward if you are lucky, if not stay from my consulting room to the mock, that's where you'll be found. If you be willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. But if you are not, the salt shall devour you. What is the salt? It's, it's, it's your attitude to God's word. You know, then you reap the consequences. Praise God. And then develop the attitude of and enjoy fellowship enjoy it's a great thing enjoy amen enjoy it enjoy the times in his presence hallelujah and then you you grow you get to be useful in the house of god that is how it happens there's no magic to this thing see you, you start getting closer a greater percentage of you here are church workers why? Because you are closer. You are closer. 
Glory to God. Grace and Truth Technical International is the name of the church. It's a local church. Anywhere we go, it will be a local church there. And the same thing applies. Well, this evening, we are talking Christian. We are talking the Word of God. We are talking Apostles' Doctrine. It's, it's, it's unfortunate, but it's a vindication of prophecy that in the last days, including this year, men will not endure sound doctrine. There are a lot of subjects Christians don't need at the moment. You just wake up, oh yes, your enemies, your this, your that. Where do you come from? Please, there is a real subject matter for you, for your soul. I commend you to God, said the Apostle Paul, and to the word of his grace. What, what about the word of his grace, which is able to build you up? Sparkling. Compelling life by the agency of the word of God there is a diet for Christians there is a Christian diet at the moment you know some people are not being fed that way we are fed with some hot meals hot dogs see people to hate people to fight it's very hot they are all their mouth is become some way they can't taste sound doctrine anymore but what is god's agenda for our gathering that's why we have stayed all this while in the, the epistle of Peter, 2 Peter chapter 1. And thank God that we walk through all these things that we have to add to our lives. We don't lose them. We add, we build upon, which is able to build you up. Now tonight, we are concluding on the last but not the least this subject is the ultimate test of a Christian life love charity it's amazing we wish the test the ultimate is power no, God doesn't care about that alone power listen it's more difficult to exercise love than power it is even easy to go to a mountain and fast for 40 days so that you can come and cast out one devil. But to love somebody, hey, you add him to the list of your enemies and deal with him in the name of Jesus. 
And you will know that yes, power belongs to you. When are we going to have Christians now, right now, with, with this current Christianity we have, how we came up with, I don't know, like the Martin image that came out of Aaron's compromise. How close are we to having Christians that they can say, when was the last time you told somebody, Father, forgive them when they don't know what they are doing? No, you will run to another person, whether it is at your workplace or another brother or sister, and explain. Look at you. And that's not what the word of God teaches us. Next time, trying to prove a point everywhere asking people do you know who I am as if you are missing you know me how many eyes do you have is it only two eyes or you have three then you could have made a you know noise because hey, look at my face very well I have three eyes but you have two upon all the breathing of fire you have one nose the bible says paul breathing threatenings pride avoid pride like a plague <laughs> avoid it how should you avoid it avoid it well amen The ultimate test of the Christian life. Ultimate. When we say ultimate, it means there's nothing beyond it. That is the crux of the matter. It's the conclusion of the whole matter. Love. love it is the real mark of spiritual growth love love is the heart of godliness even though we talk of holiness and purity but you see the reason why there will be unholiness and impurity is because you don't love if you love, you will not take your neighbor's wife. It doesn't matter what you are telling her, you know, oh, your husband is not going to take care of you. I will take care, good care of you. No. The ultimate, ultimate test. How many people can pray for three hours, but they can't laugh for three minutes? They can speak in tongues for hours on end, but they can't speak a word in season. A word seasoned with salt and full of grace to a neighbor. Anytime they speak, 
this brimstone, brimstone and fire. Oh, God, give us Christians. Amen. So when we talk of revival, you understand what we're talking about. Great is our need indeed. Humbly we pray. Nobody should behave as even though we have arrived. At where? Paul said that I must see you imperfect that which is lacking in your faith. So tonight we are talking about soaring the way up at your faith charity. Second Peter chapter 1 the verse number 7 and to brotherly God, to Godness, brotherly kindness and to brotherly kindness charity. Brotherly, kind, kind, brotherly kindness is a subset actually of charity. Charity is a universal set. Now when you come to chapter 5, uh, sorry, verse 5, 2 Peter 1, 5, and beside this, giving all diligence add to your faith. You see, everything we are supposed to add, and now we have come all the way to charity, it is through or by all diligence. Now, what does that tell you? The love we are talking about in the Christian assembly is not sentimental. It doesn't take effort to be sentimental. Not at all. To be emotional. No. After all, what has the person done to you? Nothing. You just saw somebody and then you are driven by lust or whatever and then you, you, you know, that's all. But this love we are talking about, it has something to forgive. It has something to forbear. It has something to forget. You have to go back to verse 5 and give all diligence to love. And I'm here by sounding an alarm that be careful of a love that is not rooted in all diligence because it is going to precipitate crisis it will be gone like a vapor see when the bible says work out your own salvation with trembling and fear it includes the working out of love we work this christian faith You have to work on how to love people, how to love your wife, how to love your neighbor. And it's the word of God that tells you that. Not a popular love show. Don't listen to any self-made love experts. They are in the church. Some of the pastors, they won't, they won't focus and preach the word of God. They have become romantic speakers. 
We have not even finished talking about weightier matters. We are making much ado about marriage. Leave the singles alone and let them mingle. Come back to truth. Look at yourself and look at Paul. Who is bright? Who was there before you came? Can now spirits and attitude. Where are we going with our marriages and relationships without the word of God? Without Christ. Love as Christ also. It's, it's all, it always comes down to Christ. He's like the sun in the galas. You strike the sun out, there will be chaos. Everything right comes from Christ, the son of righteousness. Everything right, it comes from Christ, the son of righteousness. So, sentimentalism does not require diligence. Listen, sometimes you have to pick somebody as a project and love. If we are building a house, you know, like Reb has been building people's houses, especially the one building, it's difficult to build. You have to buy sand, cement, and whatever. But it's how we love. Love is a project. Some of you are waiting for some electricity to happen in your heart about a sister. So that one day you assume that she may be your wife. Brother, the electricity will cool down and become like stone after only moon. I've been married for a long time. I'm talking to you right now. That which our eyes have seen. Our hands have handled of love that we are talking to you about you there has to it, the love has to flow out of all diligence you work it out you work it out you know sometimes your heart is even too close you can't love anybody you can't see anybody in the church as a possible husband or wife because you are waiting for easy Love. The one you are there and your heart is just sweet. <laughs> your heart is itching. You, you, have, you have missed a heartbeat. Continue to miss a heartbeat. Continue. If we're a pastor and God brings you all kinds of people, how are you going to relate with them? I did not ask God to bring people to me. At least the kind of people that I want. But he brings them. What do you do? That's what we are talking about. You can't go to God and say, God, I, I don't like the kind of members you are giving me. That's what you have. And it becomes a test of your life.
A lazy person can be sentimental. Easy. But it takes diligence to laugh. Just to have a feeling. Any lazy person can have it. You know, sometimes when they say they're in love and they're even talking, they're talking is a lazy talk. See, he talks slowly in some way. Oh, I've missed, you know, very lazy. Brother, when it is work, you will yes when your wife does something and you, and you don't like you it hurts your ego as a man but you're a christian man you say you're a pastor in the church what will be your reaction that is diligent that is no more soft talk That is all diligence now. You still have to do something for that woman. Maybe she may not even be well. You still have to carry water to the bathroom for her. Can you imagine bathing somebody that you, 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 you just have an issue with? You have to bath her. You, you can say, okay, if that's the case, if I'm even going to bath you, then I'm going to make a very hot water. <laughs> no. <laughs> For some people, some pastors punish people during water baptism. It's amazing. Why charity? Why? In the Christian faith, you must always answer the question of why. The Bible says you should be able to give a reason of the hope that is in you. And it's a question of why. The more we strengthen the why in the church, the more stronger Christians we will get. If we can strengthen the why. No, you don't know why you should come to church on a weekday. So you stay home. You are a weak Christian. You think it's all right to go and work and get the pay at the end of the month, but you don't know the reward, the, the, the present and eternal reward of your practice of godliness. So why charity? Number one, it is the proof of our new birth. No love. It is an indication that you may not have been born again. First John chapter 3, verse 10 and 14. You know, some things, they are, we can, we can consult our experience. For them like love well really born again you can know but we still want objective truth from the word of god if you are born again you will laugh even before you get the bible and you know all the scripture you see the bible is will be confirming you amen it will be confirming you it will be confirming you 
Your word will confirm you. First John chapter 3, the verse number 10. In this, in this, the children of God are manifest. This is how we know God's children. And then the children of the devil is talking about nature. Okay? Divine nature and the nature of the devil. You are of your father, the devil. Whosoever does not righteousness is not of God. We spoke about it on Sunday. Righteousness, the glory of God, the righteousness of a church. So whoever does not do righteousness is not of God. You do righteousness because you are righteousness. Neither he that loveth not his brother. Straightforward. So here is a brother in the church for three months. He's saying that he can't forgive somebody. He's having meetings upon it. We, we have to check whether he's born again. Yeah. The thing you did to me. You, what you did to Jesus. Have we finished talking about it? Don't have a reputation among the brethren that uh, uh, this brother, your Oya Diena, Oya, he is easily hurt a chance. Don't have that. It's a bad thing. I will take you to 1 Corinthians 13 today. We'll be talking about the preeminence, the properties, and the practice of love. And there, I want us to be very honest with ourselves. As we look at the properties of love, where do you fall short? So that you can grow in grace. It is, it is grace. It is given to you to love. You can love. You can. And anything you make a practice of, it becomes easy with time. You can be loving until you are like somebody riding, uh, uh, you are like somebody riding a bicycle with his hands in the skies. It doesn't bother you anymore what people do. Verse 14. First Corinthians, first John 3 14. We know that we have passed from death unto life. What is that? New birth. You see, what Nicodemus asked Jesus, what is the meaning of to be born again? Is it to enter into your mother's womb and be born again? No, it is to pass from death unto life. Humanity occupies those two chambers. We live primarily in two chambers as God's creation. The chamber of death and the chamber of life and in him is life and that life is the light of man jesus in him is the realm of life outside of him is death so we know that we have passed from death unto life 
because we love the brethren. Simple. He that loveth not his brother abides in death. He said, that's, that's where you don't, don't make much of it. Don't be using praises and worship to confuse people. You are there. Number two, why charity? It is attached to faith. Charity is attached to faith. What is attached to faith is not first of all testimonies. It is love. First Thessalonians chapter 3. The verse number 6. First Thessalonians 3, 6. But now when Timotheus, he was a pastor, came from you, assisting Paul the apostle, may some of you become Timothy to assist the work of God. It will happen. I said it will happen. I see Timothy's rising in the church. Caring for people right here and elsewhere. But now, when Timotheus came from you unto us and brought us good tidings of your faith and charity, that's it. He brought good tidings of your faith and charity. He didn't say faith and your car, faith and your testimonies. Faith, no, faith and charity. Charity is attached. Faith. It's always like that. Second Thessalonians 1 3. Second Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 3. We are bound to thank God always for you, brethren, as it is meet, because that your faith groweth exceedingly. Now look at what follows. And the charity of every one of you all toward each other abounded now it's like this faith is like my right leg love is like my left leg i cannot stand here and then my right leg is here my left leg is there no it's impossible they move together so we are bound to thank god always for you brethren this is me because that your faith growing exceedingly you see that this is an exceedingly growing faith now Look at what is happening to the charity too. The charity too is abounding. See? They are happening simultaneously. So when you say, I am faith, 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 I have faith, and then you have moved far away from love, something is wrong. It's like a trailer with a head, but the cargo side it's not there. It doesn't make a full track. First Timothy two fifteen. This is God's own antenatal. First Timothy 2.15, notwithstanding, she shall be saved in childbearing. That's you. Say amen for all the sisters. How, if they continue in faith and charity, see, the two things are happening there, and holiness with sobriety. Now, when you read your Bible, look for 
what goes with something you know i told you i've been telling you over and over again that christianity is not one thing sometimes you see some of these things you know this and that sometimes they are in trials there are, are three over here is, is even four faith and charity and holiness with sobriety if you go to a doctor and he gives you four kinds of medicine then you come with you know only drink one because you are wise we will see take your your full dosage to be healthy praise God forevermore number three it is the end or the purpose the goal of the commandment think about it all i told you this is the ultimate test of the christian life all that we are reading it is the end how many people think of programs that we are having that the end of the commandment is love the end of going into all the world and preach the gospel is love think about it why conference let them see love so that we go and love people we love them we preach to them like Zizindov said I have one passion it is he the man was slain by the love of God the end of the commandment first Timothy chapter 1 the verse number 5 first Timothy 1 5 now the end of the commandment the word end there is the goal the purpose the objective is charity out of a pure heart and of a good conscience and of faith on faith faith on faith means faith which is not fake the end of the commandment is love the end of the commandment <laughs> You have a better understanding of it in Romans chapter 13. Romans the 13th chapter, the verse number 8. Owe no man anything but to love one another. Let's pay our debts if we owe. For he that loveth another has fulfilled the law. For this, thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not bear false witness, thou shalt not covet, and if there be any other commandment, it is briefly comprehended in this saying, namely, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. The end of the commandment. Moses, why are you coming with all these tablets of commandments? Love. That's all. That's all. Love is the comprehensive word for all the commandments of God. It takes in all of God's commandments, love. You witness, you are fulfilling the law of love. You love people. You invite people to church, which we have to do. It's a show of your love. Is the end of the commandment amen what is the end of the commandment now let's look at the preeminence preeminence means the most important 
of all. The preeminence, the properties, and the practice of love. Now, first of all, the preeminence of love. That love is preeminent. It comes before every other thing. It is the highest. It ranks at the top. 1 Corinthians chapter 13, the verse number 13. 1 Corinthians 13, 13. And now abides faith. Faith is wow. It can move mountains. It can raise the dead. But faith is going to lose the contest right now. Hope is amazing. It can paint a beautiful future for you. you can go everywhere telling people the future belongs to me. And it's true. But. <laughs> these three. But the greatest. The preeminent. Is charity. You know why we sang the song before the word of God came? As I looked at this message, I just felt that Lord, we need you. I felt so helpless. As if I've never loved anybody before. The standard of God is too high. So this one, Lord, I need you. Help me, Lord. Help me, Jesus. And you will help us. If we are humble enough, you help you. Or if we are faking it, I'm sorry. If I'm painting a picture that's for you, the way you love your husband or your wife, we have never seen some before, but it is not true. <laughs> it's not true. Amen. When you get money, you spend it on yourself. You don't think about your spouse. Hmm? You and your wife, who should, have, who should have many shoes? You have become the woman in the house. You have blue shoe, green shoe, sweet shoe, tiger shoe, snake shoe. And your wife is just wearing slippers. Yeah? You have been buying cloth and you are a man. Nobody knows what we are going to use them for. The Lord will help us. Now let's look at the properties of love. And that is why I want us to be really sincere. Let's, let's open our hearts to the light of God's word. 1 Corinthians 13. You see, if you want to live well, you can decide well. Simple. Christian teaching should bring about Christian decisions. Nobody has to wave a white handkerchief for you to love your wife. No, take it. No, we don't take it like that. There is nowhere we don't take love like that. Receive it. <laughs> First Corinthians 13 from verse 3 and though I bestow all goods to feed the poor and though I give my body to, the, to be burned and I have no charity it profit me nothing love is preeminent now here we go properties of love properties love has these properties these characteristics these features it suffers long 
Think about it. Stephen never changed his mind when they were being stoned. He suffered all the long. He didn't tell them, hey, I'm warning you. <laughs> Be warned. If I stand up, you will know that I'm the man of faith and power. <laughs> I will show you signs and wonders today. All of you go home blind. Your nanankanswa, all of them will be blind. No? <laughs> Charity suffered long. It suffered what? Sometimes the, 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 the old English is good. This church, our standard Bible we read, whether you have gone to Cambridge or Legon, it is King James. Can you say amen? Some of these Bibles which have come, I, I, you know, contemporary English, <laughs> and what have you. Tomorrow another English can be said, you know, sometimes they just don't grasp it well. There's nothing wrong with reading them, you can compare them, but let this be your primary reference and it is kind property love is kind what is the meaning of kind do unto others what you want others to do unto you kind your kind it is kind not wicked charity envied not what are you doing with envy That envy means, you know, envy, it goes with this attitude of you don't deserve it. So the one doing the envying is sending messages to the other person that you don't deserve it. I'm the one who deserves it. It's not love. You have your space. Give other people to their space. Let them function. Don't wire them messages into their space. Charity vanted not itself. It does not brag. Be careful. Bragging. Bragging. What are you bragging about? If you come to my house, what is in your house? You will see something. Yeah. It's not puffed up. It's not arrogant. Love is not like that. You know why? Because the pride will, will, will walk over people. The bragging will not allow others to talk. You don't love them. They should all shut up and listen to you. No. Love is give and take. Love shares. We share communication. You are not the only one doing it. Sometimes even something you have, you don't want to talk about it because it's going to depress somebody. It's like, oh, God, are we all Christians? So for love's sake, you keep quiet. <laughs> Amen. Yes. Keep quiet. So when they come to my house, I painted my room with 
gold dust. And their brother doesn't have a paint in his room. It's like, wait, wait a minute. Father, which art in heaven? What is going on here? <laughs> we are all children, children of God. It does not behave itself uncivilly. Love is not disorderly root. And titini hunguni paso. Listen, your public relations is your love. You don't have it, forget about, you know, <laughs> your brand. Yeah. It's not easy to hire and fire people. Just look at your attitude. It speaks louder than certificate. And I want to encourage you, get certificates, but work more on your character. It is your competitive advantage, the greatest of all. It's just a matter of time. If you can enter, you'll prove yourself. It does not seek your own, of course. Selfishness is the antithesis of love. Even before we come to hatred, the direct opposite of love is selfishness, not hatred. Hatred is the mother of selfishness. It is the, it's the daughter. So selfishness trains hatred how to become selfish. It's not easily provoked, that one. You have short absorbers. Even if the thing is not about you, but it passes around you. You say, hey, what is going on here? What did you say? The way I saw your mouth. Can't people chew things? You are insulting me. It's not easily provoked, easily. You see, the Bible is very, very fair. He does not rule away the possibility of provocation. Don't act as if you are an angel. Once in a while, you can flare up. It's okay. He says in Ephesians, be angry but sin not. Let not the sun come down upon your anger. Sort it out immediately when you catch yourself with a temper. But here's the point. Don't take your liberty into the land of provocation or provocation all the time. Don't be easily, easily. You see, and if God wants to help you in that area, he will set you up all the time. There will be a lot of problems around you aiming at scoring that goal in your life. To perfect you. Easily provoked. May the Lord give you victories. Then it does not think evil. Hmm. Evil. See, that's witchcraft. Witchcraft is not flying. Forget about it. That is entertainment. If you want to fly, that's up to you. But the evil thoughts. 
thought. How? Evil thought. And, and this day we go to prayer with it. We kill all of them. It's evil thought. We will punish you. Yeah, people give testimonies. Rejoices not in iniquity. That's not. How can you? When something bad has happened to some, ah, this brother, he said he was spiritual. He rejoiced in the truth. He's happy in honesty. Amen. He bears all things. He believes all things. He bears all things. You know, he, he, he can endure things. He can take things. That didn't say I can't take nonsense. No, you, you have to take nonsense. In love, we take nonsense. Can you say amen? Yeah. We take nonsense. When you don't come to church, I take it. It's nonsense, but I take it. Amen. And I'll move on. Praise God. It believes all things. What does it mean? It doesn't mean when people are lying to you, then you are, no. It believes the best about people. It doesn't think, you know, Rev is a suspect. Watch out. Apostle John. I see if he's looking at me, but he's not looking at me. Something like that. No. It hopes all things. It's hopeful. Even when something is not going on well for somebody, say it will be well. Yeah, it will be well. Love casts hope. And it endures all things. It never fails. The properties of love. Now look at yourself very well. I don't know about you. This is a perfecting class so that we can solve. Don't give yourself 100%. When you know very well, that something is not working in these properties in your life. And finally, the practice of love. I thought about this for a while. The practice of love. You know, because God wants us to practice his word. Ezekiel chapter 33. Ezekiel, one of the prophets, of the Old Testament, 33:31. And they come unto thee as the people cometh, and they sit before thee as my people, and they hear thy words, but they will not do them. Think about it. They come for what I like, but they won't do it. For with their mouth they show much love, but their heart goeth after their covetousness. They can sing love songs. But it's, it's not practical. And lo, thou art unto them as a very lovely song of one that has a pleasant voice and can play well on an instrument, for they hear thy words, but they do them not. I'm reading this so that we will practice God's word. Because 
these are people who did not practice they are not new John chapter 3 verse 18 1st John rather not John 1st John 3 18 1st John 3 18 My little children, let us not love in word, neither in tongue, but in deed and in truth. Can you say amen? amen. So there is such a thing as loving in words only. You don't need diligence for that. All diligence is easy. You just be speaking. Neither in tongue, but in deed <laughs> and in truth. God knows us. He said, do this thing indeed and in truth. Now, how do we practice love? Follow these words. Number one, forgiveness is the practice of love. Forgiveness. Colossians chapter 3, verse 13. Colossians 3, 13. Forbearing one another and forgiving one another. Somebody say Forgiveness. Amen. A Christian must carry forgiveness in advance. Because people are going to hurt you and offend you. Number two, forbearance. Forbearance is to hold yourself. So, it's different from forgiveness. Proverbs 25 the verse number 15. Proverbs 25, 15. By long forbearing is a prince persuaded and a soft tongue breaketh the bone. Amazing. Soft, song, soft tongue can break a bone. That is a proverb. <laughs> Real proverb. In other words, say, don't return fire, fire for fire. This one shouts from the bedroom, this one shouts from the corridor. In the meeting in the church. Yeah? This is what you do, say, no. I will show you that I was here before you came. <laughs> Long forbearing. And of course, where we read Colossians 3, 13 itself, he said, forbearing. That was the first thing he said. Colossians 3, 13, forbearing one another. Number three, forget. What does it mean to forget? Forget. Don't take a diary and start writing notes. Hebrews 8, 12, and Hebrews 10, 17. God does not remember our sins. Be imitators of God. Don't remember people's sins. You know, there is a way you can dampen people's spirit because you always bring a certain fire of 19-something. That's what you did. I mean, when something happens, then you start making it up. You have not forgotten. That's what you did. That's what you did. Then in the space of five minutes, we have given him five cases. 
forget to love is to forget to love is to forget listen when jesus rose from the dead he did not call peter for a private meeting or apostolic council he said peter you see i told you that before the cock crow i told you it never came up amazing when we sing amazing love i can even all those songs do we really understand it never came up jesus pointed him forward listen love has a forward look all the time it does not look at the past it forgets and looks forward so oh, let's go even when the person want to bring it up let's go let's go let's go yeah forget it's different from when somebody wants to come to you and open up to you you know and say oh I, this is what happened please you, you may have to to help the person you may have to listen and then it's over and then you forget number one is what forgiveness number two is forbearance number three is what forget and finally forever love is forever never revise loving anybody don't revise it renew it any love which is not forever is not christian john 13 verse 1 john chapter 13 verse 1 now before the feast of the passover when jesus knew that his hour was come that he should depart out of this world unto the father having loved his own which were in the world he loved them unto the end think about it he loved them not for three months not for two years unto the end may you love the lord unto the end may you love a brother and a sister unto the end may you love your husband and wife unto the end 50 years from now may we still be married praise god 50 years from now may i still be your pastor and may you also be a member amen that's how life ought to be there are too many disintegrations in life and temporal things we don't build to last the moment we start we finish we join the church for three months then you are giving messages uh, uh, you know my friend give all diligence diligence we love with diligence sentimentalism open you Say amen. Praise God. They, they say something in a in a in a in a they account proverb that if the back of your teeth is not nice, that is the same place you will taste. You better go ahead and be tasting the place. You can't go and taste somebody's own. <laughs> Sit up in the church. And be a good member 
pay your dues honor your pastor attend meetings belong to a ministry that is how to be a church member it is a demonstration of your love amen this session alone but i've said for the past one minute or so you people should cut it we should be playing it loud every sunday service you and your people praise god the thing is to the end first corinthians 13 8 first corinthians 13 8 you can close with us you can't talk about love and not talk about first corinthians 13 it's a master chapter on love charity never faileth what does that mean it's forever the practice of love you know in life some things can fail but this one God says it will not fail you know why because God is love if love should fail God has failed God's means of stopping failure even before we get to heaven is love So your marriage can, can stay because there is love. You can still call a brother a brother after so many years because love never fails. Amen. Say so whether there be prophecies, they shall fail. There be tongues, they shall cease. There be knowledge, it shall vanish away. But love never faileth. It is forever. May your love be forever. In Jesus' name. Be on your feet. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Amen. I hope you still love me, Brother Ida. Yeah. I've taken his strings or whatever he was playing away from him. Amen. Lift your hands to the Lord. How many of you know that you need the Lord? Lord, I need you. Oh, I need you. Every hour I need you. My one defense, my one defense, my righteousness, oh God, how I need. If you need his help or love, lift up your voice. Oh, I need every hour I need you every hour. My one defense, my one defense, my righteousness, oh God. For the last time, oh Lord, I need you, Lord, I need you, oh, oh, I need you 
every hour I need you. Every hour I need you. My one defense, my righteousness. Oh God. Just tell him, Lord, I need you. Help me, Lord. Help me to love. Help me to love. Help me to love. To love. To love. To love. Help, Lord. Help, Lord. Send help to my heart that I will love. I will love. I will love my, my fellow brother, sister. I will love my husband and wife, my kids. I will love sinners. I will love everybody, even those who hate me and despitefully use me. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Spirit of God. I give you praise. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Pastor Bass, stand right, right where you are. Give him a mic. Or you can come up here. Come and pray for us. I wanted to call anybody to pray you know but i just want him to do that that somebody should pray for us you go to you too when you pray god hears praise god for the love of god we are praying yes lord our heavenly father we thank you lord we have heard a lot from your word yes the test that we are your children is that we will love one another Father, we pray that you baptize us afresh mm. with a spirit of love. Yes, Lord. Let us walk out of this place swimming in the pool of love. Let us love one another, Lord. Let the love that we have for the brethren, even within, be greater. And Lord, we pray that through that we can be able to extend love even to others yes, outside there. Those who are not even believers, Lord, grant us the grace to love them the more. Oh, yes. And Lord, we extend even prayers for our enemies, those who attack us, those who does not speak well of us. We pray for grace to love them and to love them more. Yes, Lord. We pray that, Lord, you grant us the grace even to love you as well. Oh, yes. The Bible says that we should love our God and then we should love our neighbor as ourselves. Lord, we pray for the grace to love you more. Yes, Lord. We pray that, Lord, as we live here, we continue to exhibit love among ourselves and others. We thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. When love comes, things will begin to happen. Amazing things. There will be more marriages. Amen. Yeah. More things will happen. The Holy Ghost will move in our midst. Praise God. Let's receive our offering. You may be seated. God bless you for listening to this message today. Visit us on Facebook at GTTI page today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every week. And remember... The future belongs to us, we believe.